some of the things we read or see um, may not always be the best advice. Um, so I would say um, question what you read, question what you think even, um, because our perception becomes our reality. Hey, you're listening to the Welcome to Camino Island podcast presented by the Camino Chamber of Commerce. Tune in as we keep you up to date with events, the ins and outs of living on an island, and hearing from different people in our community. Whether you just moved here, been an islander for many years, or are just visiting, join us as we explore that easy island together. Welcome to Kameno Island, listeners. Today I'm here with uh, Dan Absher, who's a mental health counselor with Kameno Counseling Consulting Wellness. Welcome to the Welcome to Kameno podcast. Hey, Brandon. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Dan. I moved here about four years ago. Um, I was in the military for a little for, for over 20 years, uh, but I've always wanted to be a school counselor. And I recently moved from school counseling to private practice and uh, love living here on the island and helping people out. Nice. Very cool. Um, so you said you moved here about four years ago. Did you have any connection to Kameno prior to moving here? No, uh, not at all. I just got lucky. Okay. How did you, how did you end up choosing Kameno? Uh, kind of funny story. Um, was looking for a place to settle down after um, getting out of the military, looking for something on the West Coast. Uh, heard about the uh, rain shadow effect yeah, and uh, looked around the area and we just got really lucky that uh, Kameno was the place we uh, decided to settle down. Okay, nice. And being military, were you moving all over the place, all over the country? Yeah, uh, at the time I was in Afghanistan when I heard about the rain shadow effect. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> You're like, that sounds nice to have rain. Um, very cool. So, um, uh, so since moving to Kameno, have you seen much Sorry, much change or anything? Um, the biggest change has been in me as I've learned to, uh, you know, become part of the community, um, finding out how to meet people, help help others out, and really integrate is is probably the biggest thing I've noticed. And for you, how did that? How did you kind of go about doing that? That is hard. I think every time you move, we all go through that, right? Um, the biggest suggestion I would have is 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 take an active role in it. People aren't going to come to you. This is a small town, right? Yeah. So um, so getting into breaking into that uh, can 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 be a little challenging. So you know you want to if you if you're a church person, you know go find a church, get active, get active in your uh, kids' school if you have kids. Um, go on Facebook. Uh, I'm not a huge social media fan, but uh, Facebook is great for groups. There's a running group around here, and there's there's a lot of ways to get involved. You really just got to take an active role. Yeah. So did you kind of jump into all of those different things and just start meeting people? I try. I'm also been pretty busy um, with um, with with building the business and family, remodeling a house. Um, the Chamber of Commerce is probably one of the uh, one of the best times I've had getting integrated, uh, it was like coming home. Yeah, very cool. <clears throat> that has been um, one of the things that we were just actually at, we just had our chamber board meeting uh, yesterday um, of recording this, and we were talking about there's different people that have been board chamber board members in other chambers. And they said one thing um, that the chamber board has continually done is they've really put, like, 
their businesses and their missions first. Um, apart from, like they said, some of them were mentioning like in other chambers they've been in, everyone has their own like agenda and they're all trying to like figure out mm, what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, but this chamber really does. And I, I do think that a lot um, flows from the top of, and, and that not being necessarily president because that switches out, but um, uh, Jessica, who just has been running that chamber for um, quite a while now and just done an excellent job and is all for the community. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Jessica's awesome. Uh, and leadership does matter. Um, the leader sets the stage, sets the culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think what you might have been alluding to is that um, uh, it seems like in here in Kameno, we put people over product. Um, relationships have to be strong before you can uh, really succeed. And, and Jessica seems to be great at that. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So um, for the audience, let's see. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about, about Camino Counseling, Consulting Wellness, and the services that, that you guys do. Okay, um, uh, so I provide individual group counseling. Um, I like to help people dealing with anxiety, depression, anger, and trauma. Um, the good thing is I can use whatever techniques uh, available to help the individual person with their specific needs. Okay. Um, and with my background, I'm, I'm pretty good with helping uh, veterans, uh, first responders, students, and parents, but I'm really eager in this new role, this new business, to help anyone in the community, regardless of their age and, or background. Um, and I'm excited in the future to try to start working with legislators and others to try to increase mental health, mental health care access, which is, you know, challenging. Yeah. And I'd also like to introduce stress and resiliency training in the military and other organizations. Yeah. Very cool. So um, how have you seen, obviously we've gone through a crazy time and um, through the pandemic and everything. And I think a lot of people felt like the world got turned upside down. Yeah. Um, how have you seen that play out in the mental health space? So by 2019, we, uh, depending on what statistic you look at, we had about 20% of the population was experiencing a mental health care, uh, mental health illness or mental health care crisis. Um, since the pandemic, that's obviously increased. Uh, one, of the, um, one of the statistics I saw was that 37% of our youth um, are mentally ill. Um, the CDC, the Surgeon General, the American Association of Pediatrics have all declared a youth mental health crisis. And there's, you know, the pandemic and other, um, other factors have, have caused this. Yeah. What do you think, um, apart from the pandemic, what are some of the other factors that you kind of have seen? Well, uh, I kind of kind of alluded to before. Social media has its plus and minuses. You know, mm -hmm. it's great for connecting people, but then you lose that depth of connection, um, and I think it it's it's caused some of us to be less patient. Mm -hmm. We want maybe that's more of a smartphone discussion that <laughs> that we get. To, we want automatic information, right? Yeah. But with the social media and social interaction, we're not as good as we used to be. With um, with social cues, with with communication, um, so that's uh, that's caused some problems in our relationships. Um, but also, there's a lot of evidence that uh, it's increased uh, depression, anxiety, um, with uh, increased use of social media. Okay, so uh, um, so with 
social media kind of being at the point that it's at, um, what do you think is the best way for, for both parents, whether you're, or, or both parents, and then just adults and kids, what do you think is the best way to um, kind of work through all of that and combat that? Okay, for social media, I mean, as a parent, I'm still working on that myself. Yeah. You know, um, the for social media and the smartphone in smart, excuse me, smartphone in particular, I would say don't be afraid to take an active role. And I would, it's hard, it's a balance, but we don't want to control our kids' access. We want to, we want to manage it and teach them to manage their own you know, smartphone use and social media because they need it as an adult, right? Right. So it's like a transition period. Um, experts say, you know, electronics in general, you want to limit to an hour. I've heard two during, during the uh, quarantine. But um, you want to teach them to uh, know when to put it away. Uh, teach them to resist the temptation to pick up their phone and look at it. Yeah. Um, you want to teach, and then there's like kind of three phases in, in, in educating and parenting. You know, it's teach them how to do it, practice with them how to do it, and then role model. So it's hard for us to tell us uh, a child or a student that, hey, stay off your phone, stay off your phone, let's talk. Yeah. And then whenever they're trying to talk to you, you're on your phone, right? Yeah. And that's totally normal. Phones are very addictive. It's even got a... Um, uh, neurochemical reactions uh, similar to um, other, other addictions or substances. Um, but we really have to try to um, help kids manage it. And it's not easy. I'll admit that. It's easier for me to help a student and a parent than it is my own child. So if, if parents feel like they, they struggle helping their, uh, their teens engage more socially than on electronics, uh, totally normal. Yeah. Well, and I definitely feel that I think we, especially as parents, um, you know, you get done with the day, you've gotten through the schoolwork, you've gotten through everything, and your brain is fried, and you're like, <laughs> I'm just going to jump yeah. on this and scroll TikTok for, you know, yeah. five minutes, but you yeah. end up doing for a half hour, hour, and you're like, it's 11 o'clock, uh-huh. I, should be in, I should be asleep right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it can be like a sucking hole of time, right? I right. get that, with, if, if, if and when I get on Facebook, I'm like, oh my gosh, where did the 20, 30 minutes go? Yeah. Uh, you know, my daughter actually taught, my younger daughter actually taught me something interesting lately. Um, we were talking about uh, social media, Instagram, and she said, Dad, I'm just watching funny videos of kids or, or kittens, excuse me, jumping off buildings and surviving. I'm like, so I thought about it. I'm like, so she's not really uh, using it to, you know, the negative aspects of social media. She's not, you know, talking to friends about, uh, you know, the worst things that are going on. And, and she's not looking at other people that are having, that are saying they're having their best day. Um, she's, <laughs> she's, she's looking at funny stuff, which is cool. And, and it's and what's the difference between that and the TV? Yeah. So what she taught me is that whether I'm spending, whether I'm using social media um, or those like platforms in a entertainment way. Yeah. It's just like the TV. So as long as we were to manage it, yep. spend no more than a half an hour, an hour time on doing it. It's that shut our brain off and relax time. Totally valid. I mean, ten yeah. percent or twenty percent of our time should be. relaxing, shutting down, um, so we don't burn out. Yeah. Well, and uh, I was listening to an interview with Mark Zuckerberg, and he was talking about 
um, you know, the data on social media usage versus uh, just TV consumption. And TV is still beating out computers, video games, and social media, all of those combined. TV is still winning. Mm -hmm. um, and so his argument is that I don't want to take away, if I make my social media more attractive, I don't want to take away from people going out in nature or hanging out with friends or things like mm -hmm. that. But he said, if I can change people from watching TV, which is a very, um, you know, inactive thing, to being on social media and maybe interacting with other humans, he's like, I think that is a net positive. If I'm stealing from TV time, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm obviously not as smart as uh, Mark Zuckerberg or, or most people, but I would, there's one, there's a, critical part in there that I think might be missing is mm -hmm. that um, there was a study that kids went to a camp and they went five days without um, electronics. And they actually, their social cues, their ability to read body language, facial expression improved over that time. Okay. So when you're using social media, yeah, you're getting connections, you're um, talking to others, but you're losing or you're getting, uh, you're decreasing your ability to really relate at the personal level, those those critical skills, social skills that we need in our lives, we need at work, um, those degrade if you focus too much time on social media. We'll be right back to this episode after a word from our sponsor. Hi there, I'm Marla Hegel, owner and broker of Windermere Real Estate right here on Camino Island in Stanwood. Here at Windermere, we have agents you can trust. We are passionate about our community and helping others navigate the real estate process. What makes us different is our agents live here and know the Camino Island and Stanwood area. They truly understand the intricacies of our local market. Our team offers unparalleled knowledge and expertise from beach rights and road easements to wells and septics. Whether you're buying a home or selling a home, we are ready to walk alongside you. Take a look at our website, windermerestanwoodcamino.com, or stop by one of our two local offices. You can also listen to our podcast, We Are Stanwood Camino. We live here, we work here, and we're all in for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, that is really interesting just because we don't have... <clears throat> Yeah, because they talk about communication, a lot of it is actually what your what your body will pick up subconsciously in com communication. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's like eighty or ninety percent or something like that yeah, is, is very, uh, uh, body language and what you don't say. Yeah, so um, very cool. So we've talked a lot about um, kids and parents. What about for our elder population? What have you seen in that since the pandemic? Well, I know that um, it's difficult in our area to get um, help with um, when, when, you, when you're feeling anxiety, when you're feeling stress. Um, and there's a lot of things out there that, um, that, that can stress us out. Um, some of the things we read or see um, may not always be the best advice. Um, so I would say um, question what you read, question what you think even. Um, because our perception becomes our reality. Um, and sometimes you'll see uh, advice like focus on you, but that's a slippery slope, right? Uh, focusing on others is actually more beneficial because it produces hope, um, gratitude, which are evidence-based ways and, of, um, of making you feel better. And it also lifts that hypervision, if you will, where we focus on our problems and it mm -hmm. boosts more positive thoughts and emotions. Um, 
you'll hear like uh, speak your truth as another way to put that. But, uh, but instead of that, I would say challenge the things you think. Um, your perception is critical to what you think and what you feel, and it's a leading cause of depression and anxiety. Um, and with the, with the, uh, the nighttime, increase in nighttime hours, you know, I would say exercise is key. And you hear this a lot, but, um, but make it part of your life. Yeah. Just like relaxing at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> watching kittens jump from, from buildings <laughs> and surviving or watching TV, you've got to build in exercise. Um, you know, the, the aerobic, the lifting weights, the stretching are all important, and it has um, tremendous effect on your mental health. Um, eat healthy and, and watch the intoxicants, you know, um, um, whether it's um, uh, marijuana or, al- or just alcohol. Um, it may feel good in the short term or binge eating. It may feel mm-hmm. good in the short term, but it has a long-term negative effect. Yeah. Uh, the way you feel in your body is the way you're going to feel in your mind. Um, and those, if we're using it as an escape, that, that often um, leads to a habit. Yeah. Um, um, and similarly, I wouldn't avoid, I would, I would encourage people, and this is hard, I know, don't avoid uncomfortable situations. Uh, it's natural tendency to avoid um, pain or avoid un- being uncomfortable. Uh, but this only reinforces those negative emotions like anxiety and anger and depression. But those things are, they're normal, they're common, and it's important, you know, they're, they're short-term experiences. Uh, learn to accept them uh, without judgment. Be comfortable with them rather than running away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also what's important is focus on helping others um, rather than your own worries while maintaining a balanced body, mind, and spirit. Volunteering helps, asking people, hey, how can I help? Mm-hmm. Or even just hope, opening the door for someone or letting a car go in front of you. Um, that'll increase those feelings, uh, like we talked about, of gratitude and hope and, um, and really um, help you be the uh, happier, better version of yourself. Yeah, very cool. So when you mentioned um, uh, don't avoid uncomfortable situations, which I think all of us can relate to, and there are certain personality types, there's, there's a, there is certain types that rush into those as if like, mm-hmm. that's the excitement. But um, for most of us, um, we will try and avoid those or things like that. Um, what do you? How do you tell someone both maybe how to practice that and how do they in that situation? Because I think mm-hmm. we all, if we pause for a second, we can feel what it feels like if yeah. someone says something uncomfortable. You're like, oh, yep. So how do you? What do you? How do you walk people through that? Man, that's I could go on for an hour on that. I mean, that's a lot of times what that's like the majority of what I try to help people um, deal with and become better at. It's, I think a couple of key things is, no, it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. The other thing, and I, and I ran across this in some training recently, which I thought was key because I had felt it, but then when you hear a doctor say it, um, don't identify with it. It's not, it's not part of you. It's a transitory experience, normal human experience. So, you know, on the new or in commercials, you hear my anxiety. Mm-hmm. I encourage people not to say that it's their anxiety. Don't um, you don't want to latch onto that and keep it as part of you? Right. It's something that's part of every that's part of everyone, or it's a normal experience that's going to go away. Um, and learn to just be uncomfortable with it. Now you talked about um, 
pausing. So there's an, there's an acronym that I think works pretty well is um, stop for one minute. Um, just stop yourself when you feel those feelings. And, and un knowing when we feel anxious um, or sad or angry in our body is a whole nother thing to learn. But once you have those feelings, just stop for one minute and take what I call a parasympathetic breath. Uh, you can also think of calming breath. Now, there's a lot of ways to breathe. You hear everybody talks about it. But really, there's two key factors. One, you have to breathe from the belly. Uh, uh, scientists say that there's that breathing from the belly pushes on the diaphragm, which pushes on your spine, which sends a signal through your nervous system to calm you down or turn off your fight or flight response. The second is breathe out excruciatingly slow, as slow <laughs> as you can. Um, I was even taught how to do this as a pilot. To, uh, it was for air sickness, and now I come to learn it's, it helps with anxiety. But breathing excruciatingly slow, at least twice as long as your inhale, will slow your heart rate. And it's kind of mm -hmm. like a opposite feedback to your brain saying, oh, I'm not anxious anymore. I'm calm. Mm -hmm. And you almost want to put yourself to sleep. <laughs> so uh, stop for one minute. Take a calming or parasympathetic breath. And then observe your feelings and thoughts without judgment. And that last part's key. When we think, you know, oh, why did I have that, that angry thought? You know, we judge ourselves, right? Um, when, we, um, when we have a thought that's about somebody else and we get angry, um, those are normal, but we don't want to judge them. Mm -hmm. We want to almost disconnect from them. Yeah. So observe them in a non-judgmental way, like an investigator, if you will, and then you can better address them. Yeah, and a lot, and then P is proceed with whatever works best for you to 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 change to challenge or change your thoughts, um, your emotions, or your actions. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you. That that's I think that's really helpful. I think um, whether you're a parent, whether you're a business owner, whether you're just in a relationship or anywhere across that, I think we all run into these. You know, especially, I mean, if you're working, you run into these. Um, and um, I think having that in your toolbox is very helpful for moving forward because if it's going to happen, it's not a matter of if, it's when. Exactly. So you want to be prepared for these types of things. Prepared and practiced. I mean, like you said, it's normal. And the more we practice not running away from those feelings, accepting them without judgment, and practice challenging and changing them mm -hmm. that's when we get better at it and you as a leader jessica as a leader you know um you guys probably teach those things to your employees to the mm -hmm. other people and and we, we become better co-workers we become better leaders when we learn to manage our own emotions challenge others negative thoughts uh, emotional intelligence is 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 what it's been called yeah very cool so um then <clears throat> So we talked a little bit about what you guys are, what you offer there at the um, Commando Counseling. Um, what uh, what are you kind of looking at as the next like six to six months to a year of what do you kind of see as you guys? Uh, yeah, I kind of alluded to that earlier. Once I get settled in with the business and um, and and find a good rhythm uh, uh, and training, I'm, I'm working on getting more training so that whoever walks in the door with whatever 
with whatever issue they're, they're, uh, they're dealing with, I can have multiple tools to help them out because not everybody is going to succeed with the same strategy, right? And some people don't like some, uh, some of the strategies. So I'm trying to get, uh, get caught up on, on the best tools available to help people. Um, and once I can do that, I, I'd, like to, um, I'd like to help organizations, and I mentioned the military, to, um, and you kind of alluded this too, uh, teaching others in organizations how to um, be more resilient yeah, and how to deal with stress. I think we could increase. Um, I think we could increase combat effectiveness and reduce PTSD in the military if we were to include that in, at all the levels of training. Um, and, you know, military and first responders they deal with a lot of traumatic events, yeah. um, and we're just starting now to look at how we can best help them and bringing in these um, these types of uh, tools and training. I think would would benefit. Um, both of those communities. And then um, I'd also like to work, uh, work with whoever I can to try to improve or increase the mental health care access in Camino and, and, um, and the greater area. We've got, a, it's challenging to find somebody who takes insurance. Yes. And who wants to meet in person. A lot of people have gone online only. Okay. That may not be the best for most. And then also has availability. And when it goes to insurance, like, I would love to accept all kinds of insurance. But one thing you don't hear about is that if new counselors with less than three years and 3,000 hours, um, insurance companies won't reimburse them. So we gotta, I got to find a workaround with that. But there's waivers. I you know there's a waiver that the Department of Health issued for schools if they wanted to bring in counselors from the community, okay. um, even associate brand new counselors, they, the Department of Health would reimburse them. Um, why don't we have waivers in general during this pen, during the uh, mental health care crisis? I yeah. don't know. Uh, but I'd like to engage on that front um, uh, with uh, different organizations and legislators to try to come up with solutions so that people can get the help they need. Yeah. No, I think that's really important. Um, it is, it's definitely that weird... We've seen it. We've seen how important it is, mental health and all of that, over the course of the last couple of years. Um, but like so many things, when it comes to legislation or under, you know, things like that, they're lagging behind. So it's not as easy to go get a, you know, it's easy to go get a prescription for the medicine you need, but it's harder to get someone to say yes, you need prescription to go, you know, go to counseling. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Um, so with that, um, with that kind of being difficult and sometimes timing and stuff, what are other resources that are available to people that maybe are um, either thinking about counsel- like getting a counselor or like just can't do it during this season of life because of their schedule? What are some resources out there to help them? Well, I know the Stanwood Camino area, uh, Stanwood Camino um, Area Foundation, Stanwood Camino Resource Center is is starting up a new um, capability. Um, and I can't remember the exact name right now, but I think it's um, um, something to do with connections or uh, open connections, and they're going to provide some training and group counseling and, and, other, um, and other resources to help people. Okay. Um, there's also um, Open Path, uh, tryopenpath.com. They provide reduced mental health care 
um, they provide mental health care for reduced costs for those without insurance. Okay. Um, I, I spend time with people that it, if their insurance won't reimburse my services, I, I would love to help people find someone. Um, so if someone needs help, I'll, you know, email me at uh, commandocounseling uh, at gmail.com and I'll, I'll help you find someone or give me a call. Um, for veterans, um, for veterans, there's a, there's a, an app that has free and uh, anonymous counseling called SoundOff. Um, I'm a volunteer with SoundOff, and what you do is uh, you, you log in, you say you, you're looking for some help, tell them a little bit about your background, and they'll connect you to a professional for free, and you get a, you get a call sign or uh, anonymous uh, name so that no one even knows you're doing it. There's a, still a stigma um, and with, uh, with multiple communities on using mental health care, and if you're in the military, you're worried about you know, how they're gonna affect your security clearance, so SoundOff um, is a great way to start uh, getting some help. Yeah. Very cool. Are there certain uh, are there certain books that you found very helpful for people to read? Um, yeah, tons. Um, usually got like six on my. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. So uh, the, anything on positive psychology, I think, is really beneficial. Um, I think it's called the um, uh, the happiness uh, advantage. I think it is um, where. A, a doctor uh, has gone out to organizations and helped them learn how to be more successful. The premise is a lot of us think once I get the next job, once I move to the new house, once this happens, once that happens, yeah. I'm going to be happy. But if you flip it and think, uh, think if you can be happy with what you have now, yeah. focus on the positive, try to not focus on the negative, you actually become more successful. Yeah. Um, the Road Less Traveled, my favorite uh, psychology book of all time. Um, he's got uh, some great um, ideas for how we can deal with uh, difficulties in life. And, and it goes back to what we were saying about, you know, not avoiding pain. Uh, we all want to avoid pain, but that actually causes larger pain. Mm -hmm. It causes defense mechanisms where, um, uh, where we're causing that kind of pain and trauma that, that we're trying to avoid. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, we I find that within um, within business, um, uh, when you avoid the little uncomfortable things of a conversation of someone that's not doing a good job and then needs to be corrected or an accountability conversation, um, that ends up leading to big uncomfortable or like right. much worse situations. Yeah. Um, so like every time I have to step into one of those conversations, I have to remind myself this is to avoid a much worse conversation down the road. Oh, smart. If they can fix it here, we can turn this corner, we can keep going forward, so. Cool, yeah. I hadn't thought about it like that, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, one of the, I follow uh, Entree Leadership and they have a lot of great resources and stuff for business owners, but one of their key taglines is, uh, to be unclear is to be unkind. So if you don't have good, clear communication, mm -hmm. then you think you're being nice because you're trying to sugarcoat it, mm -hmm. but then you have to let them go because they didn't improve and they don't know why they got fired. Yeah. So. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So very cool. Um, well, thank you so much for your time. Um, lastly, before we go, do you have any guest suggestions for the um, Welcome to Commando podcast? Ooh, can I get back to you on that? Yeah, for sure. Sorry. No, not uh, a problem. Still, still new here, and uh, I just want to say thanks for the opportunity. This has uh, been pretty cool and um, and and fun. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And Islanders, we will talk to you on the next one.
Thank you for listening to the Welcome to Commando Island podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks again to our sponsor, Windermere Real Estate of Stanwood and Commando Island. And if you have any questions about today's topic or have future topic suggestions, please email us at chamber at commandoisland.org. As always, subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. That's all for today's episode, Islanders. See you next time.